This is Denton After Dark, the dad podcast. I'm Simple Interest. Today, we're throwing it back. We're throwing it back. OG, who do we have with us? But Home Equity Loan. Home Equity Loan making his appearance, reappearance. Back for the first time, as they say. Back for the first time since the last time he was with us. Yep. We've been, been a minute. Yeah, we've been busy. Uh, Denton After Dark, we've uh, done podcasts with uh, Killer Queen folks. We've done them with pinballers, a few with pinballers. Yeah. Uh, we've done them with, uh, we had Edward Pan on, who's a, a free play regular who puts up just ungodly high scores. Uh, he's the Wednesday Unwind Grand champion, I would say. He's Most pro- winningest. Yeah, he's crushed on that thing. Yeah, I, I know, so I don't ever really talk to him, but I, I see him come in, so I recognize his face, Yeah, and I know him for playing arcade-style games. like Yeah. no, like High-score stuff. And what's impressive with him, uh, like a lot of the, the great players, like he will come in and he will grind on a game for hours. Yeah. Yeah, when he's here, he'll be... Like, he'll play something like Congo Bongo, and he'll be there for, like, three hours. Oh, while yeah. While I'm working on something, back and forth, he's there yeah. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's he's currently working on Mario Brothers. He's wanting to, like, get the high score or however, like, yeah. just master it. Sweet. So, um, so, yeah, the podcast has gone in a lot of different fun directions. I've got some really cool ideas coming up, but I wanted to really take advantage of... Uh, this Thanksgiving week and being able to record with you. And uh, being thankful. And being <laughs> thankful. That's right. I'm thankful for the dad podcast. Yeah. I'm going to bring that up tomorrow during uh, Thanksgiving dinner. During your prayer. Yeah. And actually, yeah, yeah. I, you know, be like, hey, I know we don't ever do a prayer, but I'm going to I'm going to lead it. And, uh, and I'm thankful for the dad podcast. You can find it on Apple or Spotify. And leave a and real anchor. big pause, like a five second. <laughs> and then continue with other things. Please like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> Yay, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. I'm also thankful for ST. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not thankful for my last uh, placing. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, where did you place in that I, one? I was like tied for ninth. Okay, yeah, so halfway ish. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, it's not fourth what I got last time, but I did okay. I beat who I was supposed to beat. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a, a SD tournament in Richardson. We're going to have another one December 3rd, so come out for that. That's a Sunday, and why are we doing it on a Sunday? Well, traditionally, the ST tournaments are on the first Sunday of every month. Uh, they call them stun days. Well, this one in particular is a little special because it's a no main December stun day. Uh, Darth Jose uh, came up with this. He did it about seven years ago. This is the seventh annual no main stun day. Oh, sweet! Yeah, so I guess if you weren't, if doing I wasn't it, doing it, I wouldn't yeah, it wouldn't be, done. be wouldn't be happening. Yeah. So Who are you playing? I don't did you know. Pick? I haven't yet. I did New Sagat for my yeah, yeah. yeah last year. Yeah. Uh, and I can still play him in like 
casual, you know, sure. against other no mains, I can hold my own. Uh, um, I don't know. I I enjoy. I I can play some Honda. I can play over you. Okay. I'm sure I could pull new Sagat out of my my rear end or Ken or something. I had fun with Ken. I've been messing around with new Ken. He he's got some really interesting stuff. Yep. I uh, love the crazy kicks. I love the grab. He's got an air throw. He's got good DP. Yep. And he's definitely got all the things. Definitely one of those secret grappler types. Yeah. In oh, that yeah. his throw is the the grab, the knee yeah. bash. Yeah, yeah, Jeez. the knee bash. It's stupid. That's like up there with Sim and boxer throw and in its level of and Chun throw. Uh huh. And dictator. All those people that have like that can throw really well against the actual grapplers. They shouldn't be able to, but they right, can. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, and uh, and if you can master that knee bash loop, yeah, it's <laughs> it's pretty. It's so rude. It's, it's like the sim noogie loop. It's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. no, I uh, that I, I won't do that. I do it enough with Blanca, but he's he's only got so many tricks in the bag. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah. Too bad you're not gonna like it. Uh, but uh, yeah, today I wanted to be v- rather kind of topical. Um, there's been some posts and some reaction posts on the free play community group. Uh, it, I mean, this has been this has been uh, free plays, you know, uh, war cry, if you will, or their mission, their vision is having uh, authentic hardware on the floor at all times. And it's not... I didn't think it was that controversial. I was just like, yep, I agree. Uh, (laughs) Corey had posted this meme, and it's got, you know, like that gray face thing, and it's like, I'm going to tell you something. And then the gray face gets angry, and then you're just like, ha, ha, ha. And it's like, you know, gray face says, you know, we do original stuff. And then the reaction is free play says, no, we, we do original stuff and we'll open up the cab and prove it. Like pick, get a tech. We'll open it up for you. And, uh, then the, the other face reacts and is like, gets angry and is like, I can't do that. And I was like, okay then. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I, I really wanted to talk a little bit more about, uh, the, why? Why does this stance exist about you know emulation and what's so bad about it um, to the to the layman? To, like, because a lot of people they come in the door. There's some people they're absolutely connoisseurs. They know what they want and they like, they they need the original. Like they need the OG. Yep. Um, but then there's you know moms and dads that come in with their kids and whatever let them run wild in the arcade. Yeah, they wouldn't know the difference. No, you they, know, and they the would kids not wouldn't. Um, they would not know. I think I think it's mostly, I think it's mostly for, obviously for the connoisseur type, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the guy who's gonna know like like I would know with certain games. Like ST is a great example. I'm gonna know if I'm playing. Even playing uh, like 30th anniversary, um, right. the, the timing is so off because it's not the logic isn't running through the real original hardware, so the timing's off just a little bit. Yeah, and it doesn't feel the same. Like I actually have no fun 
playing mm-hmm. like like the the version on thirtieth. Um, so I'm one of those people. Yeah. So let's let's take a step back because like we're already jumping in and it's like someone may not even know what some of this stuff means. Like how define emulation. emulation what does that even mean? Any so software that is imitating the original. It's basically software like computer software that right. you're using to imitate the it's original hardware, but it yeah, it's 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 uh, replicating hardware and the software. Right. It's not like nothing is original in it. Right. It's like if you had to write it from scratch and like you come up with something that is very looks pretty darn close to the original, but it's it's not quite there. It's like the the concert T-shirt that you get in the parking lot after the show from the guy for $10 instead of paying for the real one. Right. That's $20 outside. Yeah. That's inside the venue. Right. Uh, that That's that's like one way of thinking about it because like you look at it and it's like the print almost looks right, but it's a little off. Yeah. It So <laughs> a good example is like the NES, right? You can, yeah. you can have a real gray box NES that you slide a game cartridge into yeah. and you turn it on and you play your games that way like Zelda. Mm-hmm. Play it that way, or you can get it on a computer. You can download like FCE Ultra is a pretty common, old school, well known NES emulator mm-hmm. that was software written from scratch to emulate the Nintendo. Like it, it functions very, very close to that hardware, but mm-hmm. you're playing it on a PC. You're not right. actually. There's no hardware. You're just opening up a program in it. It runs like the Nintendo. It can load in games, yeah, kind of like loading in a cart uh-huh. into your NES. But the but the the big thing with it is that the feel is different. There's right. just that if you're familiar enough with a game, like me with original Legend of Zelda, I know if I'm playing it on an NES mm-hmm. or if I emulate it, I can feel these little differences they're they're almost yeah. hard to put into words but yeah it's it, mostly timing and yeah it you um, feel it a lot especially on a game like uh well the platformers uh super mario 3 especially yeah that that dex the, the very specific dexterity of like being able to jump and land on things that are like one space wide yep um and being able to do like quick motions yeah. When you start feeling that little lag in there, it it will screw you up. Yep. Uh hitting the buttons and they just it doesn't react in the exact same manner. Yeah. Um Yeah, so that's emulation. So then there's something else, simulation. It's a little bit different, right? It's like a little it's sort of same difference, but Kind of simulation that that's more like it's. I don't it's like it's know like true that. it's like true hardware or something like the dark soft stuff like how it's it's running original code, but it's different hardware. No, or actually, it's the opposite. It's the other dark way. soft. If if <clears throat> so, dark soft is software. I hear about it. Okay. That yeah. So what it is is like it's it's a real. So you have a real CPS two board right that runs ST. Right. Um. Or a CPS three that runs like Third Strike. Okay. Or you can have Darksoft that instead of having those game ROMs on that board, that board is just that. The game ROM, and I don't know everything about it, but yeah, I, yeah, what yeah, essentially yeah. it is, 
is it uses that real hardware to run um, to load in games. So you're not it's not uh, the original okay. game ROMs. Okay. It's it's got every CPS two game or every kind of like an emulator, except it's running on everything the the hardware yeah. that runs the games is the real hardware, but you're not using real game ROMs at that. Okay. Okay. Like, so that's that's a little, that's like one step closer. That's why like it's closer. That's yeah, why absolutely. those you'll see those at like big tournaments. Yeah. Uh, because maybe they don't have the candy cab and the full correct setup. Like they'll they'll have the dark soft and the whatever, and then they just run them on like CRT TVs. Yeah, and well, in that so that's not even you can run a CPS two if it's modded mm-hmm. for the output to be hooked up. Some else that's that's where super gun and mini gun and stuff comes in. Right, that's where okay. it's able to be hooked up to something that isn't just hooked up to a cab. That has to do with the power out and everything because because uh-huh. the game like the arcade machine has a power supply that runs the crt and the game board right? uh-huh. since power to it the super gun makes it to where it it's like a console yeah exactly so it already has a power supply yeah so, so anywhere you just need an output you need video or something to to put it you know show it on mm-hmm. so you can hook it up to like a, a crt and but you don't have to have an arcade cab that has a power supply and all that right you know so, but yeah, it is, I, and I don't know exactly what the difference, if you were talking about like NES hardware, I don't know what simulating it is, uh, emulating is simulating it. Right. Right. So, so I don't know what exactly the difference is. You might look it up and see. I do know like there's a reason they call them emulators and it may just be that it's, it's, Maybe that it's code written from scratch in an attempt to simulate the NES, but it's not actually using any code directly from the NES, but I don't know. Okay, so simulation works with software, and then emulation software and hardware. Okay. Uh, simulation execute as a faster version of the original, typically, and it aims to analyze the final state of the model and its results. Uh, example, Apple simulator, flight simulators, weather forecasting. Okay. And then emulation is an equivalent to the version of the original system, but not. Analyze the entire processing of a task, its results, and collateral effects in the system. Uh, example, Android emulator, video game emulators, virtual machines. Okay, interesting. Um, so, it's... Eh, yeah. What What about the, the wallcades? The ones that are in uh, Richardson specifically. Do you know anything about um, like how like what they're running on? So like the PS4 and stuff. That's a PS4. Well, I, I know the PS4 is a PS4, but they have ones that are. Uh, they have a Super NES one. Those are a, just the minis. Those one. are the minis. It's a mini inside the wallcade. To my knowledge, yeah. Ah. I might be wrong about that, but to my knowledge, it is. Um, I, I know s- in Denton we've got the minis. Right. And in place of wallcades, we have a wall of minis. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of 
Like they're, they don't have a bar top built out like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, we already had the, the bar top there. They're the licensed minis. And then yeah. um, it's not stuff built in because then you have the flexibility to, you know, put them away to then do like gaming tournaments and stuff. Right. Uh, and we'll those themselves, you know, those consoles, those are emulators. Now they are licensed. That's Nintendo right. emulating its own thing. Right. right? Um, but that's definitely an emulator because it's not original hardware. It's no, it's no. it's copycat hardware running the software programs, the games. Yeah, right? it, so I mean it's it's probably the equivalent of a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. software, and then you have the controller that feels original. And right, but but totally, even that's with me. I can yeah. totally <laughs> feel if I'm playing. Oh yeah, a mini versus real hardware. Big differences in the controller, the way the game feels. Yeah, all the same, same no. issues. Yeah, no, it, on like a PC. It, it, it can frustrate me when I'm when I'm trying to play some of those games, especially the Mario Brother ones. Th those are the ones where I really notice it, and I can't play it now. Something that may not. So, uh, no, other way around. Uh, what may not be as apparent is like the emulation stuff. Uh, to a, a novice, but something that is very obvious are the uh, whenever a monitor goes out in the cab and they throw in an LCD screen. Uh, that's a big difference. <laughs> so that's going to be that's that. Like, <laughs> that I mean that alone uh, is horrible. Yeah. Um. I've I've done. I did a little research on that and. Uh, I see stuff all the time where they talk about um, how CRTs work, and it's it's really interesting as far as the the graphics and the side by side mm -hmm. of what an LCD would do versus how a CRT's mm, I won't say imperfect design, but the execution of it it is it is in a way imperfect, but they embraced those imperfections to actually enhance the visual it's a lower resolution but if you think about it every pixel on a crt it doesn't just light up that pixel it's got kind of a glowy edge to it and whenever they project a image on it it can actually fuzz some of those lines and blend and create shading that you don't see on a CR or on, on the uh, LCD mm -hmm. because uh, the LCD is going to perfectly execute. It's not going to bleed and you're going to get exactly pixel for pixel what what it's going to show you. Oh, yeah. So humor me, listener. If you don't believe me, and you're like, no, the LCD is better. Trust me. Uh, look it up. Google it. There is a picture, a really good one that's like, I think it's from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. And you'll see what Dracula looks like, whether it's the CRT version of it or the uh, LCD version. And I, I mean, everything that I play uh, these days, especially at home on an Xbox or like, you know, from the mini or something, I'm putting it up on my TV. It just... It's like it looks perfect, but it doesn't because it's it just looks so crisp and blocky. 
Yeah, yeah. You're you're seeing each individual pixel drawn, right? Instead of it being light beamed to a screen, right? Right, and then just the nature of that, like instead of it being drawn right yeah. there, yeah, yeah. it's light emitted from the the neck, shooting mm-hmm. these light beams toward a phosphorus coating, and that's yeah. what when the phosphorus gets excited, that's what you're seeing, right? Right. So I and I don't know all the details about it, but for sure. You can absolutely see huge differences, and I've I've always always uh, felt that way. Like when my family got rid of our last CRT, and mm-hmm. I switched over to play my old consoles on like a Sony Bravia. Right. I was like, damn, this looks like USSR. And there's like this input latency. That's the other big big issue. Yeah. Uh, that you'll come across is input latency with something that wasn't meant. Like, its native output forms were not meant for this thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you do some extensive modding, typically, right. there's a little bit of input latency from when you perform an action to when the the video displays it. Right. And it can be as little as, you know, one frame or two frames, but even It's still, enough. It is enough. And sometimes it's even worse. Sometimes it's like five, six, seven frames, depending on yeah. what you're yeah, running yeah. on what, but... Yeah, no, I, uh, but yeah, um, that, and that's, to me, that's almost a more egregious offense is the replacing monitors with LCDs. It doesn't look very good. Is the, it I mean, looks terrible. It and, does. And then, like, the aspect ratio, it's like, oh, let's make this game letterbox and the yeah, <laughs> it, stretch it out. And oh, yeah. <laughs> nope. So, uh, folks, uh, if you go into an arcade and you see LCD monitors playing old games, <laughs> that right there is a pretty good indicator that, you know, and especially if you're talking about, if you're talking about emulating arcade games and not real right. hardware, right? To, and now at a certain point they switched away from CRTs, but it's pretty damn late in the game. I'm, oh, I'm not talking about like modern games. I'm not saying like walk in and you see bishy bashy on. Them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, but, like, it, but if it's anything old from the era where it was like you know, right, from like 2000 back. Yeah, if it, it if it's supposed to be a CRT and it's not, it's mm, probably yeah. You're probably not getting the authentic experience. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. And that's what I love about free play is you you do. You do get the authentic hardware. You do get the real deal. Um, it's just as I remember it. And a- another good example, I love the game, Final Fight. I love the game. It's tale old as time. They got the girlfriend. You got to fight a lot of people and get the girlfriend back. And uh, they they came out with it, like a remixed version of it on the Xbox. And you can get the, you know, enhanced vision of it. And, like, they have enhanced sound. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty faithful to the original. But it's not the same as playing it on a cab, of course. Right. And then um, they even have a filter on it that simulates the CRT. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not terrible. But it's not right. Yeah. You know? Well, and the the mini consoles have that too. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, go in yeah. and put the CRT filter on, and I mean it. Uh, to me, it makes it look more like 
the way it's supposed to, but yeah, still not the same. No, no, it's it's close, but uh, so that that was a that was probably my first experience with that. It was like, this is cool. I get to play this game at home. I love this game, but then it was wasn't quite. It didn't quite scratch that itch. And and then when it's like in a free play, I'm like, ah, now I can play the real thing. Yeah. You know, there's a guy, uh, and I'm not going to name names, but I'm pretty sure he's out of business anyway. But we used to occasionally pick up games from this guy. Uh-huh. Um, and before I ever knew about free play, well before I, like two years before free play was even a thing, I had went out to his shop because I saw him. He posted something on some forum, and I contacted him, and I went out there thinking... I was going to get, like, a versus ice climber, right? Okay. Um, and the first... We drove... This guy's an hour and a half away. Like, maybe two hours. Drove way out there on a rainy day and get out there in his muddy-ass yard and go tromp through that... Sonic boom! To get into his shop and see these games. Dude, LCDs. So oh, no. Yeah, so I didn't end up buying anything from that guy. I was like, man, who was you the... F you... Lose. Told me that before I drove out here, <sighs> telling me that you got this and that, and then I get here and it's not a CRT. Yeah. Um, not to mention it wasn't actual hardware in there, but anyway, we've got some. <laughs> we we had bought some stuff from him, and it's funny we had to retrofit that stuff. Then uh, I won't point it out. I'll point one out to you later. But we, yeah, we had to retrofit it back with a CRT, and that's funny. So it's like it you, you basically bought the cabinet. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I it's mean like... some of it. Some of it had like some of it he would sell, and it still had the hardware in it. But he had put oh, an okay. LCD in it, so so he had real hardware, but running on a flat was, screen. Okay, so it was like it was close, but not quite. Yeah, yeah. And then you had to. I'm assuming Josh or somebody had to rip that <laughs> out and right, you know retrofit it back yeah the way yeah. it's supposed to be get it back to a hundred percent yeah he's pretty notorious again out of business now but he was pretty notorious in dfw for being like oh if you were getting some from him you knew he had already pulled the crt out of it and supposedly he had some warehouse full of crts i don't know whatever happened to those but <laughs> yeah they, he had like a warehouse just chock full of gold like wow all kinds of tubes and all kinds of chassis of all different sorts and sizes Maybe he'll be on Storage Wars someday. Yeah. And maybe I'll be the one winning it. I'll be like, wow, look at this 29-inch Neneo. I need that. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back, and we're, we're going to talk about uh, are we living in a simulation? So we're back. We're uh, recording in uh, James... James's office. James' office. <laughs> James, James' office. You know James. I know James. <laughs> Not many of you do, but I do. Yeah. And you do. I do. Uh, <laughs> so, are we living in a simulation? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this. So uh, this takes me back to kind of Plato's cave theory. Are you familiar with Plato's cave theory? The allegory, yeah. Yeah. So uh, for the listener that may not know, do, do you want to tell it? It's... I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, no. Go for it. So I was introduced to this in college. 
freshman year philosophy class. Um, and most of you learned about it from the movie The Matrix. It's kind of the same difference. Actually, we yeah, pretty much yeah. the same thing. Same thing. So Plato, once upon a time, he's pretty wise. He knew a lot of things. He had a lot of ideas. And his idea was that imagine a human that from the time they're born, they're forced, and this is pretty cruel, but <laughs> they're forced to stare at a cave wall. And there's a fire behind them, and they cannot turn their head. They can't turn around to see the fire. Um, and other, and imagine another human like brings them food and then you know helps them out, but the person can't see them. So their only reality is this cave wall and the shadows on the wall. That is the only thing they know. And they see the shadow and it comes and it brings them food and talks to them and whatever. And that's their life. That's what they know. And then one day they wake up and the ties are gone. They can turn their head and they can leave the cave. And then they can see the a, a whole new world around them that they didn't know existed. And that, that what they were living in, their perception is a totally different reality and the same thing kind of played out with the matrix where you know you you think you're living in one life but then no turns out you're hooked up to a machine and you're in this little embryo and your your body temperature is powering machines um interesting idea very I don't know. similar to the brain in a vat thought experiment right same same type of thing um, like from RoboCop 2? No, I just mean the, the thought experiment. Oh. It was the same kind of <laughs> a thing. A brain like, in a vat. Like, like if a brain is in a vat of fluid and it's being okay. fed impulses, ah. and like, is it? It's the same kind of thing. It's just like the Matrix where you're, you're alive, right? You're in this fluid, uh -huh. um, but your brain is being stimulated by whatever... Uh, outside thing like right it's the same thing what is reality and it kind of all boils down to like it's subjective right right in many ways like re not in all ways as far as like it depends on how philosophical you want to get with it right reality yeah. is subjective but then within this reality that we all kind of agree upon and perceive as real there's objective truths right within this life that we live yeah um, no this is this is what i was thinking about Oh no! <laughs> so, I forgot about that. I haven't, I haven't watched it in a long, long time. So, so uh, yeah, uh, if you look up Kane and RoboCop too in, in the brain, so he he uh, dies and then he gets put into a a jar. <laughs> His brain get and stem and everything gets put in a jar, and then they throw him in a big machine, and he's the the RoboCop too eventually but then he he's uh you know don't do that with a homicidal maniac because then he's gonna kill everybody like he's on the sauce yeah yeah the, the nuke <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know there there are times where it's like i feel like life has weird uh uh 
continuities to it or coincidences or things line up in a weird way or like you or example like from like the matrix how it's like deja vu the experience of deja vu like they they argue that that is simulation like evidence of simulation oh like that it's a hiccup or right whatever, yeah. right right uh i don't know i i i <laughs> I mean, it's funny that you brought this up because I remember some years back, probably five years ago, uh, I read a few articles about this, like, conference of physicists and, mm -hmm. like, other, like, I mean, some really top minds of our time getting together to discuss, like, this topic. Like, they had, like, a serious symposium about this subject. And uh, what they ended up, after some time, like, they got together and reconvene several times mm -hmm. and they ended up for whatever reason concluding that it's not a simulation okay um, do you know about that at all or are no. you just oh okay i thought no. that's kind of why you asked about this so they ended up concluding uh without going into all too many details yeah that that no it's not a simulation although it think it left a lot of people like kind of speculating like okay well still how can you conclude that with certainty right because the reality is right like you don't know until you right until you, you know until you right. have that different perspective right because right now you don't as we're sitting right here you don't necessarily have that answer for a fact like mm -hmm. you can't you can't say with a hundred percent certainty no this isn't a simulation because look at sophisticated computer programs that run simulations of the universe like in a much you know much broader scale and maybe way more advanced mm -hmm. who's to say that this isn't just a computer program yeah you know are we in james's office or, or are we in james office or yeah are we in james's office um, or are we in like bathtubs and we have haptic suits connected to us and yeah we can feel everything and so it's like okay i'm gonna pinch you but Maybe I'm not pinching you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's the same thing. I mean, I think it's it's hard to draw a definitive conclusion. I think the, the nature of that kind of thought experiment is that you can't really answer it. That's what makes it interesting and tantalizing. Mm -hmm. You can't say, you can't say, yes, this is with certainty either. Just like you can't say, no, it's not. You also can't really, you don't have definitive proof that, like I'm looking at the I'm looking at this and it is in fact a simulation. I'm seeing the program like right. you're not. So you don't know that. No. Um, no. So you know, when we're playing this authentic hardware, are we doing it through a sim <laughs> <laughs> a simulated life? I don't know. In a simulated <laughs> universe, we are emulating <laughs> real hardware but not using the real thing because <laughs> there are those within the simulation who do use real hardware <laughs> real <laughs> hardware uh, but you know what i always found interesting about that idea mm -hmm. was how does it really impact you regardless of what the answer is like let's say let's say that the answer is yes this is a simulation that we live in right um but you there's no way to escape it or at least that you are aware of um that unless you just chance stumble upon like neo right right unless right, you right. chance stumble upon the exit 
even if you find out for a fact that this is a simulation, how does that impact how you... Does it impact the way that you... Like, does it for you impact anything at all? Really? No. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm way too risk-adverse a person, but I would imagine <laughs> some people might be like, so that means if nothing is real, then there are no rules. There's no... I mean, there's rules in that, like, everything that we've agreed upon a social contract, you know, like, and then the morals and ethics and whatnot. But then if people don't think that something is real, then suddenly nothing matters. Right. It's very nihilistic. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, yeah, big you go, down, you go down a very dark road of nothing. I believe in nothing. I mean, in Yeah. Maybe for some people it does. <laughs> Maybe some people already feel that way and it doesn't change anything in that they're, they're still like, well, regardless, I have this life to live, right? I have this one right. life that I'm aware of that I have seeming, seemingly I have control over and I can influence. Like, I'm going to live that life yeah. to the best of my ability just because it isn't real or just because at the end, if, if nothing happens, if it's all regardless, right? Sure. If at the end... Technically speaking, if nothing matters, if there's nothing to come, so what? Right? I'm still going to live this life because I'm here now. Exactly. No, I, and that's, uh, oh, I, be I believe it's uh, solipis solip I cannot say the word. Solipsism. So it, it, it's basically the, it's like the French philosophy that the only thing you know for certain is the self. Right. It's it's basically like I have my perspective and I I have I have only that to go by. And everything else beyond the self is in question, which is kind of a crazy way to think about things. It's very selfish, of course. Um then like deny the reality of everything else, but anyway, I don't know. I, I just I thought it was a a fun, interesting way of thinking about. Um, we talked about uh, simulation, and then just <laughs> is life a simulation? I don't know. I, I think you know what I think would be interesting. You should look up what I'm talking about. You should look up. Scientists conclude that life is not a simulation. Scientists conclude that. The universe is not a simulation. I'm curious as to how they, right? Is it any? Is there anything deeper that they had to add about how they arrived at this conclusion, or is it just kind of like what we wrapped up in a span of five to ten minutes? Like, right. Like, what does it matter? The question's not answerable, which it's not. Which is another reason to not. It's kind of like don't worry about things that, you know. Why bog your brain down with things that you don't need to well, worry about? Conf oh, did they confirm that it is a simulation? Oh, my bad. Whoops. I mean, uh, if you've seen the movie Free Guy, that's a really fun example oh, of... That's, interesting. That's another though. fun example of uh, the other way to go. Um, so... Um, this is Scientific American. It's perhaps the most supportive evidence of the simulation hypothesis comes from quantum mechanics themselves. So, oh boy. Okay, so then that get, goes into like shorter, 
Schrodinger's cat, and then like you can't prove one way or the other, so both states exist right, at the well, same time. Because in quantum yeah. mechanics, yeah, like technically both states do exist on and off. You know, zero and one are existing at the same time. Right, and then you can't prove it, right. per se. So then we are and are not, so I guess it's saying, well, sure, we are. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like saying we are and we aren't at the same time. Right. Um, and let's see. I want. I'm kind of want to talk about what you were going to talk about first. Like you, you. I interrupted you when I started reading the article. You were saying specifically something. I thought maybe I'm wrong. Mm, what thought did I, listener? What thought did I have? We were talking about uh, quantum mechanics. Yeah, before that, before I read cat. that, before I read that, because now I'm getting into this article. This is what you want in a podcast is like dead. Dead air. air. You can cut this out. <laughs> you can cut this out. Sorry. I'm, I'm curious as. See, now I feel like I really should have read this before. Yeah, we, we did not prep at all for this podcast. No, we didn't. We, I mean, um, we, we texted a little bit. But you know that that's part of the uh, the experience, if you will. The journey is, you know, it's two people having a conversation. There is some prep, there is a little bit of research, but then there's you know just having a conversation. That's how you have it organically, and you don't. I read this, and I'm going to quote this to you, and I'm reading it off paper. Um, there's a little bit of research to it, but oh, this is interesting. Still. One maximum. Uh, as far as computation mm-hmm. of like how the the rules of our the physics and rules that like th- that our universe operates by okay one maximum of its proposed computing speed is like the speed of light okay um, how how that's one constant and it's at this speed yeah and so that's the limit of its computational power as far as how it can but anyway and this goes way deeper into that I'm not gonna keep going but huh. it, it does it's got some interesting so it's talking about how some like absolutes exist like right and the gravitational pull on earth right that's just just the, the same as that we have uh absolutes in our computing abilities like today whatever the whatever it is the strongest whatever the fastest microprocessor mm-hmm. just that's a lame example but but not really actually because it's the same thing however fast it can compute such and such operation and that's what makes it the fastest right in the same sense the speed of light is the universe's simulations like you know the maximum yeah, for, yeah, yeah. yeah for that thing and it never changes right so it's an interesting thing now i do wish i would have read about it more now just because when you brought it up uh-huh. i was like oh i'm prepared i i read that article a while back <laughs> but i had the wrong conclusion <laughs> maybe i thought that because i was like Hadouken! It doesn't matter anyway, right? Like, so what if we do? Yeah, no. I'm gonna uh, simulate my ass off. (laughs) (laughs) Now, have you seen the movie Free Guy? That's where you were going with that. Sorry, that's what you started talking about. Yeah. So no, I've not. But what is this? So Free Guy um, stars Ryan Reynolds, and he plays a video game character, but he's like not the main character of a video game he's like a he's like an npc yes he is an npc okay and um 
he eventually discovers that he has his own will, that he has his own free will. And then he starts doing crazy things and learning how to do things. And then it's kind of like the Matrix, but not. But then he he kind of goes off on his own and um, uh, he, he becomes a, a badass. And then, but like, then like the computer programmers, the gamer programmers, they don't know how to stop him. And then they, they try to and they can't. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's been a minute since I've seen the movie, but that's kind of the. It's a similar. That's yeah. kind of the similar theme is that like he discovers that oh there there are no rules on where I am or like I can do this that and the other and so like he's not limited to the amount of money he has and he can go rob a bank and uh, he can buy the clothing and the outfit and the stuff that he doesn't have to wear the same outfit every day. Right. In, in a similar sense, it'd yeah. be like in our life, in back our universe, the only reason that death, so far as we know it, that it stops us, we don't actually know what happens when the brain shuts down to right. the self, right? Right. To, to tie the philosophy thing back into it. Yeah. What indeed happens to the self? It's that thought that keeps us in check in reality, right? Because we don't know that. Who's to say that on death you're not just reliving your back, the computer reboots, and you're back here? And right. It's 1987, and I'm learning Zelda again. You know what I mean? Like, right. You yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that for a certainty. Sure. So in a similar way, yeah. But he discovers that. It'd be almost like if you could break through and realize that, like. In this world, if you could realize that, oh, death isn't the end and it just restarts, if you could acquire that knowledge for a fact, yeah, wouldn't that be (laughs) right? Similar to that, like you can start breaking the rules because you know something, you have knowledge that others don't. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Consequence. Uh, Consequence and finality and then like the, um, the preciousness of what you're in you know like no i it is finite it is right it does have an end it right. does have an expiration right date. to the best of our knowledge right what we know is what we assume is to be true is yeah that, that at the end of this it's it's the end right at the end yeah. of your lifespan it's over um but that's what makes it worth living yeah yeah yep. wild so um whatever life you're living <laughs> Whether it's simulated Make or... Make sure it's authentic <laughs> hardware. That's Just right. run your own authentic hardware, <laughs> That's baby. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Don't be emulating somebody else. Man, number number 49 got a little deep. <laughs> <laughs> He's sweating over here. He's like, uh... No, this is good. This is good. This is fun. I, I don't get these conversations with... With just anyone, <laughs> they're like, "What am I? I'm I'm here to talk about how to the rule set on Godzilla. I'm not here to talk about <laughs> the rule set of life, man. Oh man. So, <laughs> the, so this is a funny thing to relive. So, uh, the first podcast that I did with uh, some of the pinballers. Mm-hmm. So it was Garrett, his dad, and Clark. And uh, we're talking about various pinballs, and we talk about uh, Jurassic Park. 
and uh, one of the things is you you're collecting DNA, and I'm <laughs> right off the bat after they mentioned that, I'm like. Ah, yeah, and uh, Free Play's a hot date night spot, and you can collect DNA. <laughs> you can collect DNA on any given night. And, oh, man. and they just look at me like, what? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, we go there on this podcast. You're like, I guess I'm not going there, then, my boys. <laughs> right, that was, yeah, anyway, that was fun. Um, yeah, so I... I, I like that we have no boundaries. I, I I refuse to recognize the boundaries of our podcast, and we'll we'll go anywhere at any time. Um, thank you so much for doing this one with me. Yeah, absolutely. I was glad I had the time. Yes, yes. And uh, remember, free play, all original hardware, no emulation crap, no LCD screens that don't belong. Um, and I can tell you this, as a tech here, it's 100% true. Yeah. Um, there's nothing, because I've seen it all. Yeah. So no, it is I'd... all real. I'm one of the ones that I suppose the bet applies yep. to me, because yep. if you ask me, uh, whenever we get word on that, yeah, I guess I'll be one of the ones that can like show you, point I'm, out this and that. I'm going to I'm gonna make you open up uh, uh, Diet Go-Go. Okay. <laughs> Probably simpler looking in there than what you think. But I want to see what Diet Go-Go looks like on the insides. Small board. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that game later on. That's a super fun game. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Bill! Bill! <laughs>